0: What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is ShowNev71, and your auditory canals are tuned into season six, episode 31, the Gaming Vessels Podcast. <laughs> As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone, along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother?
1: Not much, just here to talk about games and systems. Cause you know what was what was announced today. I can't wait to dive into that. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: Indeed, indeed. And of course our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much. Actually, did a trade today.
2: It oh, giving like, up you to know, your like... <laughs> I know. <God> forbid. <laughs> I went to Best Buy to trade a game, and uh, it was okay. So <laughs> they still <laughs> trading exactly. games? Uh, they still trade games. Yeah. Okay. So, Didn't sound yeah. too good. Seems <laughs> like. Man. Well, I got six bucks for a game. I didn't even see if it was on GameStop's list, you know. and I didn't want to deal with GameStop, even though uh, one thing you gotta say about GameStop, you go over there and the transactions is like bang bang. It's like super simple. Best Buy, it seems like it's always a, a five ten minute endeavor, you know. Yeah, so, it
0: yeah. was a little bit better when they had a dedicated gaming section. Yeah, but even then, it was much longer to get things done as opposed to going to GameStop for that type of stuff
2: yeah uh, me, I was just angling because uh, I traded in a copy of Warriors Orochi Four, and I bought Warriors Orochi Four Ultimate, which was on sale, so so all that for Warriors Orochi Ultimate, so basically i I did all this twenty minute business just to get some Koei Tecmo DLC, so <laughs> well, yeah including some some characters that we're gonna talk about in the news. Ooh, Mr. Ryu Hayabusa.
0: (laughs) So speaking of games, we're going to jump right into our first topic on the docket, which, as always, is going to be the playlist. So, Des, why don't you kick things off first? What you been playing, man?
1: What have I been playing? Well, this week has been uh, pretty, well, I want to say it's been pretty light. You know, haven't really been playing, playing too much of anything, just, I mean, most likely it would have been, you know, overtime at work because I've been trying to get a project done, but when I do stop and take the time to play games, uh, I usually play it with Joe um, and, and Kev, but it's just, Joe and I have been playing a lot of multiplayer games together and you guys can definitely, you know, join us, more details to follow. But uh, what I've been playing, playing, and what's really kind of grabbed me and 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 held on to me and won't let go is actually Warframe. I have been um, playing that rather, you know, rather, rather, you know, uh, loyally for a while. I really have gotten into the uh, the the minutia of of the grind of trying to get stuff. Uh, it has been five years since i have played the game before and a lot of things have changed a lot of quality of life stuff has has popped in you still have to grind you know that's 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 like the 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 that's what you have in a free-to-play game you know you got to have that grind but this grind is fun like I, I really enjoy the story as much as i can understand of it as what's going of what's going on and i've really kind of just Honed in, and th- they have so many warframes now that you can that you can look for and that you can uh, try to grind for. So it is a fun game. Even the open world stuff is fun. I like the gunplay. I like the traversal. Um, I think every one of the uh, warframes ha- is just just unique enough that the gameplay is different uh, when you use their special. That's the that's the thing, you know, and 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 how you want to mod. Your Warframe. So if you're willing to take the time and learn the systems, uh, it, it could be a very rewarding game. Um, so I am really enjoying it, and I look forward to playing it. Um, so I don't know, like I don't know how long this high, this Warframe high is gonna last. But, but again, that's that's a game that's kind of you know kind of grabbed me, and 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 is holding on, and I'm enjoying playing. Um, another game that Joe and I played uh, was Spellbreak. If you not if you don't know what Spellbreak is, it's kind of like Harry Potter meets Fortnite, but with magic. So you have these different elemental gauntlets that you or not well, I guess they're kind of elemental gauntlets, plus like poison and some other stuff. And you basically fight in a battle royale against other quote unquote mages. And I like the art style; it has that sort of you know very clean. Uh, uh, Fortnite style, like the blocky hair and all that, it, it also looks a lot like Dauntless, but it's a, it's a, it's an alright game. You no, know, I, I really wished that the game had more meat to it, and I really wish that, um, I'm not a fan of the battle royale genre. I'm not a fan of PVP type of content. And when you see a game like this that really checks all the boxes for like you know you you can use magic you can so pseudo fly you know you you can pick up upgrades you can you, you can level up but then it's all wrapped in a in a battle royale package this really makes me sad uh, especially when I guess the original uh, impetus for Spellbreak was a, a a kind of an action RPG kind of thing but then the 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 whole battle royale thing took off. And they switched gears and made it a battle royale and so and and so it's this kind of it's just kinda of sad to me, you know, that, that certain certain um creative uh, experiences are are being chopped at the wayside for, for profit. So I mean, get your money where you can. It's just this I feel that this game could have been a lot more um, than just, you know, a, a quick buck battle royale. So uh, will I continue to play it. I don't know. I enjoyed it what I've played so far, but again, I don't think that it is a game that's going to be long-standing with me, just because I just don't feel uh, I just don't feel the battle royale genre, you know. Although I'm doing pretty good in it, but I just don't like the battle royale genre. So yeah, uh, game. Go ahead. I tried Joe. it together,
2: and I uh, played a couple matches. It seemed like it's okay. I, I think the gameplay loop is good on there. I like the flying, I like the traversal. Uh the gameplay seemed like it was all right on there. You know, it's not like a super ringing endorsement, but it seems like it, it'd be a game. Um I would will be willing to like, you know, play just to get that multiplayer fix, you know. Yeah. Uh, on there where it's not so um you know, uh, intense as maybe playing like uh, Warzone or something of that nature, H1Z1 on there, so it's just uh, something to where I could just get into a match. And, you know, I actually, surprisingly, on the second like round we played, uh, we got first place and uh, killed quite a few folk. And there's probably a lot of new people in the game because of the fact that the game just barely came out last week. And the, uh, the type of game it is, it seems like it would probably attract, uh, you know, players of all skill sets, per se, younger players as well on there so we'll have to see as far as uh, you know how much meat there is to it but uh, there is no impetus uh, from what i played to spend any money on any sort of cosmetics and no nope. just kind of you know worry about the long-term viability for this game because either you know with the battle royale it's either you're hitting that gold hitting that golden epic games ticket or you're gonna strike out with a big fat zero unfortunately mm-hmm. so
1: yeah, and that's why I want my my ultimate my ultimate would be you you, you design a game that's fun to play, and then you add you know uh, a battle royale later you know that's why I'm like I don't I don't get I don't get the battle royale you know genre, but I mean I I kind of do, but at the same time it's just not for me, and that's okay. So, um, I've also been playing Dragon Age Inquisition. It's like every couple years I boot it up and I try to beat it but something about this game i don't know what it is uh but it's so hard for it to hold my attention like i beat the first one loved it beat the second one fantastic i thought it was better than the first one but this one for some reason i just can't seem to stick with it and i got pretty far last time but i just didn't it it just didn't stick with me and i don't i don't know why and now that the, the the fourth edition of dragon age is coming out i wanted to granted we have five years roughly give or take to to kind of get this done probably less than five years maybe three if we're lucky um four most likely but anyway um i wanted to beat this to, to follow the narrative because i've been following the narrative for the for the games for for so long but so just just as a completionist i might power through this one you know i got it on a sale for like 10 bucks it's the Game of the year edition, I guess, or the ultimate edition that has everything in it. So I have all the DLC, all of the like everything you could want in it. So, so I'll try my hardest to 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 get through it, you know, just for the sake of 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 completing that story or this narrative, and see how it moves in, you know. Or I can just play the Trespasser DLC because that's the one that kind of sets up this next game anyway. So, um, and then the last game I've been playing was Avengers um marvel's avengers can't forget that and i know a lot of people you know we're talking about you know avengers and and is it worth it and and you know 60 60 you know game with 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 free game type micro microtransactions and and there is no meat to the game well i've so far i've enjoyed the narrative i've enjoyed kamala khan's uh, journey. I've enjoyed her trying to get the band back together, so to speak, and doing that. Um, and and it's sad though because I really think that once the narrative or the story portion of it, and I hear it's pretty short. Once the story portion is done and they get everyone back together and it becomes, you know, this sort of like rote. I have to go on each uh, mission a hundred times to build up my character to do something like that. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to last that long on it. I don't know if this has enough to be a destiny. I don't know if it has enough to be um, uh, a Warframe. I don't know if it has enough, you know, to to content, you know, and diversity of content to make me want to stay. So, So right now, as I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it. But once I unlock everybody and the story is told, you know, they don't leave enough to be it for it to be a second story I, or, or to continue with the story. I don't know, you know. And I might be looking at Kev saying, Damn, Kev made the right decision. I should have bought this on a Black Friday deal. But so, <laughs> but my still book looks great. Yay. But anyway, I don't know. But <laughs> I'm trying not to be cynical, but it's too, it's too hard. You know, it's too easy not to be so yeah but I, that's I, I really what i've been playing and, and i'm trying to get joe to to play it that way he can get to a point where we can multiplayer it. i guess you can multiplayer it but i think it be, be, would be much better you know playing the campaign all the way through before going into the multiplayer uh, aspect of it but that's what i've been playing and i know joe is chomping on the bit to uh to to to, to continue on so joe what have you been playing buddy
2: Oh, I was just gonna add that. Uh, yeah, I know. Like you exactly. said, uh,
1: I have not played the game at all. You know. I was oh, I at thought you started three. it.
2: No, I oh. loaded it. Got the patch on. I, I've been watching patches installed, but uh, oh, literally, damn, when I've been signing on, um, I've been playing uh, Warframe with you. So.
1: Oh shit! So, seriously, know? I, I oh. thought you. Were, I thought you were taking at least some time to. To start playing? Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah, fuck no. That's why I was kind of commenting that, uh,
2: you know, I just hope there's some impetus for me to, you know, push through and, you know, get the thing started. You know, I, I don't, I just, for whatever reason, it's just, uh, when I was online and playing single player, I was playing other stuff, so I'll talk about it in a
1: little bit. But uh, but it's you know, it's, it's... A, the story is pretty good though. That's the thing. Like I like Kamala Khan. I think the I think the voiceover and the people have criticized the voice the 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 voiceovers uh, uh, as being kind of stilted. I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was I thought it was adequate. I thought the actress who 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 voiced Kamala Khan was fantastic, and 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 her voice really matches uh the character you know and people i mean this is really and this is actually what i think is kind of funny is this is like one of the first kind of like major not really the first but but it's you know just kind of pulling up that diversity card i mean this is a you know middle eastern you know woman in a major you know marvel game so a major franchise kind of game you know So I think mean, that's kind of cool and something to be celebrated is it enough to make it a sixty-dollar game? No, but I think it's really cool, and I thought that they did her character a real a lot of justice, you know. Um, and and you really feel you really feel I well at least I really feel for her, you know. Given given the 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 reality they created within the game, you know, because again, this doesn't take place in any of the Marvel six one six universe. It doesn't take place in Spider-Man, the uh, the uh, Marvel Spider-Man Insomniac game. So this is it's, it. It does take place in the yeah, MCU—it's its own thing, and I thought I thought it was really kind of good, you know, personally. But again, that's the story, gameplay, something completely different.
2: Yeah, uh, the demo I actually enjoyed playing as Kamala Khan out of all the characters because of the fact that I have no uh, pre- preconceived notions of how the character should be, you know. So I'm in here, you know, playing as a character fresh for the new time, for a first time, you know, and so. Miss Marvel, the only Miss Marvel I know is from like the 1978 run of Miss Marvel from way back in the day. Carol Danvers, yeah. You got it. That's, yeah. that's the only Miss Marvel I know. So it's like you know, kind of messing with the current Miss Marvel and seeing, okay, yeah, she's kind of like Plastic Man a little bit, you know, sitting here and trying to bring out my uh you know like you know she's a female elongated man <laughs>
1: yeah it's more like it's more like elongated man she's not plastic man because she can't like oh, I know. she can't go she can't turn crazy. into like a helicopter and any shit like that like she can't oh i know even though a, like a plastic
2: man video game would just be off the chain that would, be silly. <laughs> oh, would that, be
1: silly it would be great though like can you imagine that a plastic man video game yeah, wow who knows get on that yeah. dc make it happen <laughs> yeah
2: well, tangents aside, yeah, Warframe. Only thing I add, as far as my Warframe playthrough, is that I've been playing some of the open world um, stuff on both Venus and also on Earth. On there, um, the Earth, uh, ex- it's called Cetus, the city of Cetus, on there. So I was doing some of the single player missions there. On there, of course, I finished like the first, uh, like single player, uh, like. Um, story arc on fortuna so and then i opened that up and you know obviously there's other stuff i could do in there i think the skateboarding there's a particular skateboard in one of the missions that you grab on there and you wind up doing tricks while you're trying to traverse the uh, that's a hoverboard environment. fun yeah skateboard it's
1: a hover... not a skateboard hoverboard. okay this okay. is the 80s this is the far future it's a hoverboard. <laughs> Cue the Back of the Back to the Future and Marty McFly
2: and his Mattel, whatever they called it in the movie. <laughs> it played like that, so. <laughs> so. But otherwise I've been enjoying uh, playing that, learning a little bit more. You know, Surgeon Fire came in with the quickness to teach us about how to uh, level up our mods, which we didn't know. So it's like, you know, um, I need to take the time to like watch more. Um, research videos if need be just to learn a little bit more but uh i'm just having fun just like okay letting the game decide what mods to select and just go and play you know so not try to you know make it to where i'm gonna get into the minutiae of it and i appreciate that the minutia is there for me to delve into if need be but uh you know i'm just looking at this as being a kind of a Destiny-esque, you know, third-person shooter to get into, so, So, and I've been appreciating my time. I've been, uh, I finally grabbed my Prime gaming uh, content on there, so I'm leveling up my Ember Warframe on there. I almost got her leveled up to max, and so, Uh, Okay, she's, you know, I just kind of appreciate how the different Warframes play, too, because Excalibur is just a certain type with, obviously, queuing up the special powers, and you get four, like, you know, powers that you could queue up from, and just learning Ember's uh, specials and appreciating all four of them and trying to get use of them kind of throws that gameplay loop into the mix a bit, too, so. Uh, Also played Spellbreak, which I talked about. And then only other two games I played this past week, uh, Crackdown 3, still chipping away at that game. I'm still doing my little orb hunt, if need be. Um, uh, Basically got to where I got the head of security. And so I basically just have the last boss left. But there's hints of a uh, boss behind the scenes that is pulling the strings, quote unquote, Dun dun dun. So, nearing the end of that playthrough on that Division 2, I actually, because of the uh, news about the uh, latest expansion, uh, kind of put the pedal to the metal a little bit with that game for me. Uh, so, I did um, beat Dragoff, one of the uh, four sub-bosses before you uh, take on Keener if need be. So I got one more boss left. I'm at like 85%. I got a couple more uh, um, landmarks on the map to kind of go and find the whereabouts of the fourth boss and then, you know, looking forward to, you know, doing the Keener fight and, you know, digging into the latest DLC, which is coming out probably in about three to four weeks on there. So I won't go into that I'll have it in the news, but if you want to hear me break it down a little bit more, you could listen to GH Radio last episode, and we talked about quite a bit on there. So, but uh, other than that, that's pretty much uh, what I've been playing this last week. So,
0: okay. Well, I've been playing um, a little bit of Monster Hunter, not as much as I, as I have been. I've picked up the great sword, and I'm really enjoying it it's just that weapon is a lot of fun it's i need to get used to it and get the timing down you really need to know the vulnerability points on when i say points i mean uh, the uh points in a monster's attack patterns in which they're going to be vulnerable so because there's a lot of charging and landing your landing these big slow heavy hitting power hits so and even our fourth co-host bobby agrees with me on that um she's smart yeah (laughs) so that has been a lot of fun and just knocking a monster out with this giant piece of steel (laughs) is just It's very satisfying. So, there's some minutiae into getting to uh, the ability of landing your strongest blows, but you know, it's just something that's just going to come with time. Even dabbled a bit, returning to the longsword. I think, though, I like greatsword better. It's just a little bit more. the the finessing that you have to do with great sword just kind of makes a little bit more more sense to me, uh, and it and the great sword has more defensive options than the long sword does, which has none. So, I think I'm going to be rocking with the great sword for a little bit when I when I'm playing. Outside of Monster Hunter, I've been playing a lot of ManEater. I went back to that game. <laughs> uh, that's been sort of my evening time gaming session. You know, the last thing, maybe the last game I play before I either go to bed or or turn on some turn on some anime or something. Uh, that game is just silly, ridiculous, fun uh it's gross in a cartoony way i'm right now i'm trying to i'm building out my my sharks bioelectric options or evolutions and the way you do that is you have to kill all these bounty hunter bosses so i've got three more to go in which and once i kill the last bounty hunter i will have a complete completely (laughs) upgraded bioelectric bull shark, which looks like (laughs) I already got electric teeth. I got electric fins. Uh, The shark's body can send off these bioelectric blasts. It's it's absolute ridiculousness, Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. And lastly, the last game I've been playing has been Sekiro. Which is you know uh, the dialogue game, but it's it, it's great, it's great. I can't say enough games about that. It is it is the Dark Souls, the essence of Dark Souls stripped to the bare its bare elements, and that's what I love about. It. I don't have to worry about uh, uh, stamina bars and and all this other stuff. I can play the I can concentrate fully on the combat, controlling my space and dealing with crowd control and all that wonderful stuff that I love about action games without having to uh, pay any attention to the stamina and how much I'm carrying and forging armor and all that other stuff. I can just focus on the battle. and the battles have been really good. Like today, I fought these um uh, there I I guess they're regular dudes, but they have these double-edged spears and fighting them was a lot of fun because when you parry them, uh your your dude will the wolf will do like this reverse backstab on that. that just looks really cool. <laughs> so uh, really enjoying that game. So my intent was to get back into Devil May Cry 5 uh, because I started that game and I'm nowhere near finishing it. But um, know, man, when it comes to like to when it when t- comes down, comes down to the sword play, I'm I'm st- stuck in secular world. So maybe at some point, maybe next week, I'll add. Devil May Cry 5 to that mix, but right now I'm and I'm just having so much fun with Sekiro, so. But that's been what I have been playing this past week. Uh, And I know we we, we focus strictly uh, primarily on gaming, but I wanna talk about a show that I've been watching, and that is Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. I don't watch series shows, like, hardly at all. I mean, I think maybe the last series program that I watched might've been like Dexter, like season one of Dexter, or maybe even the wire before that, I can't remember, but I'm not really into series programming, but, uh, Lovecraft country is really good. Uh, number one, you just don't see very many black folk in horror, uh, slash suspense either movies or series programming like this. I mean, you're starting to see some of that now, but I I think, uh, uh, what's his name, Peel? I can't remember his first name. Jordan? Jordan, Yeah, Jordan Peel kind of opened the doorway, at least in in modern times for that. But, and actually I think he's one of the uh, executive producers on the series, Uh, but it is really good um i can't i can't really explain shows too much without going into spoilers but all i'll say is it's a it's a a period piece it kind of takes place it starts off in the deep south right around the the civil rights uh movement of the late 50s moving into the 60s uh and it it, there it it's nothing more hilarious than seeing rednecks getting eaten by monsters. That that <laughs> that that just makes my day. <laughs> so there there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of chewable chewable rednecks <laughs> in the series, but but it, it, on top of that, it's got an excellent excellent story, excellent cast. Uh, I can't remember the names of the actors off the top of my head because, again, you know, if it's not on Food Network, Cartoon Network, or the Automobile Channel, I've never heard of it. So (laughs) this is on HBO. So if you've got access to HBO or HBO Max, I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, So that's going to do it for what I've been playing, and I guess in this case, watching for this past week. So our next topic on our docket is the news. So, Trader Joe, you can kick things off for our listeners and let them know what's been shaking in the gaming industry of late.
2: Okay. Well, uh, first thing first, uh, basically last night, um, a leak happened and it was a significant leak on there, I think Windows Central and Brad Sam's uh, was the one that uh, kind of blew the lid off of a screenshot of the Xbox Series S on there. So, uh, and if you haven't seen it yet, it's a smaller white box. It has a uh, black gr- circular grill on the front uh, of the console that, you know, is basically, looks like it's- uh, oh, on the top like a... of the console. Top, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, what did I say, side? Or? Yeah, you said it was in the front.
1: Front, well, that's why I'm... <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I get it. That... But... Yeah. Okay. But it's just kind of weird, though, because when you lay it on its side, it looks like it has this black circle on it, and I think what they were trying to do was, you know how the, 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 PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation X and S and all them, they have that same great on the top of their machines, but it's all matte white. So there is no distinction between it. So that's why I don't understand why they made it black for this one, I guess. I think just making it a different shape, like circular, or even raised a little bit, but having yeah. it be black, it just, I don't, I personally don't like that look. Because it just, it just you know, people were showing memes about it looking like a speaker or something like that, but I don't, like I don't like it. It just it just looks weird. So that's just me. But go ahead. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, so
2: yeah, you know, on the not on the front, but on the top, like uh, Desmond said, uh, there's a circular black circle that kind of looks like a speaker. I've already seen the memes of a washing machine and or uh, <laughs> drive-through uh, speaker on there, but. Uh, uh, they kind of blew the lid off of this thing. It leaked, you know, and you know, I've seen some drama a little bit from a few people from Xbox commenting. One was just kind of, he was kind of stressed out a little bit. You know, I know that um, they were talking about, and the other people kind of there, I thought their reaction was okay. I mean, they kind of responded with a meme, and then from there, just finally decided to announce it at midnight <laughs> last night on there. It's uh, basically the system is going to be 299 and all the specs we talked about before in the prior leakage of the system is pretty much uh, uh, been spot on on there. So it's uh, going to have, as far as the specs are concerned, you're looking at uh, the NVMe um, SSD drive. This one only comes with a 512 SSD uh, megabyte um size so it's it's the uh, xbox series x has a one terabyte drive this one has uh uh, basically in half on there as far as the amount of space on there also it does not have a um optical drive as far as a disk drive free to use so it is basically just a um like the xbox one sad if need be, it's an all digital system on there. So it does support the ray tracing, it does support fast resume and all the other, you know, wonderful buzzwords, the uh, velocity architecture, whatever the F that means. (laughs) So on there, but uh, they're aiming for this console to be supporting not 4K resolution, but uh, 1440p, uh, 120 frames a second, up to that on there and it's supposed to run all of your latest greatest xbox series x games just in a different resolution and in a different way if need be so a lot of people were talking very um, positive about the price point and really if you start to try to break it down a little bit you know i've seen you know good takes bad takes on the internet as far as opinions and whatnot and to me, it's it's this is something not in my wheelhouse because of the fact that it doesn't support physical media for one. And I would want a larger uh, SSD drive, but I think for someone that's just looking to buy a system off the shelf to you know play uh, like Madden and Call of Duty, you know, and if they don't have a four k TV, necessarily, and even if they do have a four k TV, I think this thing will upscale pretty nicely on a 4K TV. But it just depends on what you want and as far as what the user uh, wants to kind of fulfill with their box on here. Would make more sense, and this is just opinion. We've talked about this numerous times on this show, that if Xbox had any sort of software, and they do have software. It's just the software doesn't really have the breadth Of the offerings from Sony, and just they are going for different um, types of games, a lot of games as a service, Um, you know. And obviously, their tent pole games, Halo, you know, it's kind of, I would dare to say, rote. Same thing with Gears, and then the Forza is good. It's just a racing game, though, you know, whether good, bad, or indifferent. So, you know. All in all, I mean, it's this system was to be expected. It's just the only thing we really didn't know was the price point And uh, as far as what it looked like on there. So, and so what's your guys' overall impressions on this thing? I'm, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I, I appreciate that the options out there for people that want to maybe jump on the next gen bells and whistles without having to make the full 500
1: six hundred dollar investment. I'll let uh, I'll let Kev start this off. I know you probably have a lot to say, as mine will most likely
0: be somewhat brief. But
1: yeah, I'll let uh, Kev take over.
0: I really don't have too much to say on it. Oh, it's, uh, no, it's 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 you know the only thing. My only question is. And I maybe it was done to keep prices down, but I would think that a massive tech company like Microsoft could have pulled some deals to get a higher uh, storage volume on that internal drive. And I get it, it's, I guess, it, I, I get it, it's an SSD, but it's not as uh, optimized as the one in the PS5. So I think there could have been some, I I don't know what you're gonna do with 500 gigs of space on an all digital system. Uh, Literally, it's unless you are that person that plays Call of Duty, Fortnite, and one of either Madden or 2K every year. And that's literally all you play. You're going to be fine, but you're going to need some form of external storage uh, on that on this thing if you want to play more than that, or if you want to bring, or if you went digital during the Xbox One generation, you're definitely and you and you either don't want to step up to the Series X, or you maybe you 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 weren't all that. Enthused with with Xboxes you know, functioning this past generation, and you just want to have something to carry on your your digital library, you're definitely going to have to need some external storage. So, uh, hopefully, they can come up with some you know, <clears throat> third party deals on some of these uh, external drive manufacturers. Maybe offer some type of incentive team up with like a seagate or western digital or somebody to kind of give a give a deal on on, i know they're doing the internal one but they need to team up with somebody to because unless you're just going to be playing you know four games a year Eh, five games a year you're you're going to need external hard external storage on this thing
2: Either that or just very, very minute fridge management where you're just sitting there downloading and uploading and deleting and uploading more stuff. So it just depends how Luckily,
0: you don't have data caps.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. As long as you don't have a data cap, I think, you know, you can manage that space. It's just having... As uh, some listeners, I know Jason Search and Fire is always talking about where, you know, I want to play that game, I'd have to delete something first. And so it's just the reality with some gamers on there. And, you know, with the NVMe Seagate drive that they have, I mean, they look like memory cards. So they're external. They plug into the back, I believe, uh, from what I've seen on the Series X, and it uses the same technology. So I'm just kind of curious what the... Uh, Price to buy an extra uh, SSD memory card, <laughs> you know, in the format that it's in to expand the storage, if need be.
0: Yeah, Vita 2.0 more... on the price front. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah.
2: You know, I just hope, like, I think I don't think they've talked about it, or if, I, I haven't seen the specs, but I know the PS5 is supposed to support where you're able to bring just a regular HDD drive to play PS4 games, and so... I'm wondering if it's the same thing if if you are able to just hook up an external drive like you had hooked up to your PS4 and or Xbox One on there to be able to play, you know, Xbox One and prior gen games on this thing as well, so.
0: I would imagine that would be the case uh, where you're going to run into problems. Well, I mean, where you're going to run into problems is the the series x only games those games that can't be run off of the xbox one yeah uh, when and when those games start showing up uh, you're going to you're you're almost going to have to have two storage solutions one your external storage for your xbox one games and a second storage solution for your uh for for your for your series X games. I mean, I guess in the same in the same in a similar vein the PS5 is in that same predicament except you can put M. certain M.2 drives in there and be able to run uh, I I and be able to run your PS I want to say you can run your PS5 you might be able to run the PS5 games off of that yeah and keep your ps4 uh, games on traditional standard external storage so there is a little bit of more leeway with the ps5 in that in that area but kind of both systems are kind of in that in that in that area where you're going to have to be you're going to have to be running two types of storage solutions unless you're just Unless you're just the the Call of Duty, NBA 2K, whatever year, then you're going to be fine with just the box itself.
2: For me, my plan with the PS5 is to just be digital, you know, very vigilant about cleaning my fridge out, basically. So unfortunately, I'm just going to have to, you know, I can't just have a buffet of games ready to the golden corral of games to be able to, you know, when I boot on the system, I'm going to have to be very focused as far as if i want to like oh i'm going to play this game this weekend i'm going to make sure to fire it up and or download it if need be it's just keep an eye on my data cap as well so um, as
1: as... go god i'm sorry oh i was
2: just going to go on uh talk about the good talk about your point real quick
1: and not oh no point. no it was just i i i mean i was watching uh a couple of youtubers and spec people talk about it and one one guy particularly. Uh, was talking about about it, and he was saying that you know, even though it's not going to have the highest resolution or 4K, this 4K stuff, it's still going to be pretty high, you know, in its in its in, in the way the games look. And for me, you know, I wear glasses, I don't see clearly anyway. For me, um, resolution or or you know, crisp picture quality has never been a big deal for me. So so for me, personally, I mean, I think that, and I know some people have said this is just a glorified uh, Xbox uh, Games Pass box, you know, sort of like what the Steam box was was trying to be. And I'm thinking, you know, because Xbox wants to hit, or Microsoft and all of them want to hit every kind of consumer that they want, um, I am... My worry is that if this box sells a lot, uh, Microsoft won't even do uh, physical games anymore. Um, and so part of me is like, well, if that's if that's where they're going, hi Bobby. If that's where they're going, then you know maybe that's what I need. I possibly need to do. So I was actually talking to Joe a little bit earlier about this, and I was thinking, well, if Xbox really wants to push us into this direction. And they're giving us a, a, a box that's, you know, damn good specs for what it is, you know, with no, with no um, disc drive, you know, is this the time to basically sell all of my uh, Xbox games and just get, you know, an Xbox game pass and, and, and have that be my Xbox experience and then have my PS5 be like my physical experience where I actually buy games, I buy those exclusives and have the Xbox just be this sort of like, I will pick it up every so often to play something on games pass, you know, to see how the game pass game is and then move on, you know, is that is, is, is that what Xbox is becoming this sort of like after effect sort of, sort of, um, uh, game, console or game company it's like you know hey by the way we're still here trying to serve everybody we're not pushing anything you know what we kind of are but just in case you don't want that we have this too and it's just like like i don't know it's i don't know what xbox's game plan is you know it seems like they're trying to be too much for too many people and and I know that can be great if you it, because you can you can kind of try to fill everyone's niche, but but you can't um, you can't please everybody, you know. So I don't know. I mean, after seeing that model and seeing and seeing the price and seeing that you know it's it's you know it, they're competing with Nintendo or at least at least that's what it seems like they're trying to do, but they really can't because Nintendo can still have you know, brand name loyalty, I mean, I guess Xbox does has it too, but, but I don't know, like, I just, I I just don't know where this is going to lie, and, and it really puts my, my, uh, my future with Xbox, uh, it kind of changes that, because I've owned every Xbox system since the first Xbox, you know, at some point in my life, I've owned it, you know, usually, you know, a, a late comer to it. But for this one, it's like, is this is this the time that I really just kind of relegate my Xbox to just kind of like, I'll play it every so often? because that's sort of what is happening to me now. Like I'm sitting here sitting here, you know, looking at my Xbox and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. Um so, so again, I don't really know what's what's gonna happen. But after seeing this, I really am tempted. I really am tempted to just, stop buying physical uh media from uh xbox you know and just going the digital route and you know and 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 doing looking for deals for xbox live you know or sorry xbox live and xbox games pass they're just they're one ultimate yeah yeah, they're games pass ultimate and finding uh and finding like discounts on that and having that be my xbox experience and and it's (laughs) it's kind of sad but but again, that's just what I'm thinking. So that that that's when I heard this this morning, and I saw it, and I and I watched it, and I read about it. That was my kind of feeling about this. So, but again, that's where I'm standing on this. So you can definitely, definitely move on if you want.
2: No, it's definitely something I think uh, for me the approach that you're talking about. I hardly own any Xbox physical Xbox One games. I have like yeah, a, same here. maybe 10 or 12, you know. I hardly have anything, you know. I, think I have two or three. Yeah, I have literally I have hundreds of PS4 games, you know. What was that, Kev?
0: I got two.
1: There you yeah.
0: Go. I got so, I got uh, Jedi and a Fallen Order and I got the second uh, Shadow of Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. And that's it.
2: Yeah, so I mean, pretty much with the kind of blase blase of the Xbox One launch and just the amount of, instantly, I know some people feel that their Xbox is their third party um, box to play third party games on, and then they'll play their first party Sony exclusives on the PlayStation, where a lot of other gamers will basically have decided to play everything on the PS4 and just play whatever smattering of options for first party on xbox and unfortunately this last gen it wasn't much you know you know uh, scale bound, fell flat flat on its face um other games like you know sunset overdrive and dead rising 4 on there i mean eventually like dead rising 4 wound up on the PlayStation on there, and, uh, you know, Sea of Thieves, and uh, State of Decay, and all the service games that they've came up with. They have great audiences, but they just haven't really spoke to me, and so if I was going to, per se, buy a new Xbox for this upcoming gen, I would say probably just like you, Des, a Series S would probably be the one, because it's like, you know, it's just, it's like the Golden golden Corral <laughs> Uh, game player where um you know Netflix it's comparable to that you know save your money they they have curated enough uh, good indie titles with Games Pass I'm I'm pretty happy with the selection on Games Pass but it's almost like it's like a supplemental kind of thing where you know if I want to play a new game I don't want it to buy something 50 60 bucks out out the door then i could check to see what's on games pass if need be now if games pass can bring me the types of first party first you know story driven games like sony has kind of done in the last 10 15 years then all the more greater but you know right now as it stands i mean with one the xbox play anywhere initiative where i could play these games on pc yeah, you know, uh, having a box in front of my TV, uh, I'm better off. Uh, you know, playing and keeping my uh, Xbox One X, seeing how lo- you know long they're going to support that console, since they seem like they want to support the last gen as well. On there, granted, I won't get all the ray tracing and all the bells and whistles on there, and we'll have to see. You know, see if if those benefits are above and beyond what I need to have, and something that you know calls to me to be able to purchase either an S or an X at some point. You know, I do can trade one of my systems as hell. I could trade both of them and probably get a Series X if I wanted to. It just depends <laughs> what they kind of bring to the table. So, and then just to kind of fill in the rest uh, information on the Series S, it's going to cost $2.99. Uh, they do have the $25 Xbox all access financing option, which is 0 interest on there, so you could pay Xbox 25 bucks a month to get the uh, Series S and Games Pass Ultimate on there. And so they're offering free financing if you are eligible on there. Uh, they also, even though it's not officially announced, they said the Xbox Series X is gonna cost 4.99 with a $35 per month Xbox All Access finance financing option. And then the release date of both consoles are gonna be on November 10th on there, so. And what's interesting about the November 10th release date, it seems like Destiny uh, Beyond Light is also releasing on November 10th. So it's kind of ironic that Halo got kicked to the curb with Halo uh, Infinite, or infinitely delayed, mind you, (laughs) that, Uh, Bungie has come to save the day with uh, Destiny being one of their quote-unquote launch games with Games Pass. So I'm just finding it ironic (laughs) that that's wound up being uh, kind of the way things happen. But uh, anything else to add, gentlemen, uh, about the financing or anything else about Xbox? Not for
0: me. Not for me. I mean, just don't finance 300 bucks, folks. I mean, just i know it, yeah they're saying that it's you know it's no it's free but come on they'll make your payment then boom 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 I mean, <laughs> just, just save that 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 25 bucks a month or whatever it is that you can work into your budget and just save it till you have the money to buy the system don't 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 do that that's <laughs> That's the only thing
2: I have to say. It's like getting a GameStop credit card. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it.
0: Well, Don't another
2: it. Uh, story that I kind of wanted to mention, we've kind of been talking about it uh, between uh, me and Kev at least, is uh, NVIDIA finally has come with the quickness. This happened last week, but uh, they brought out their next-generation graphics cards. On here, so the RTX uh, 30 series uh, GPUs were announced, so you got specs up the yay yay uh, at particular price points. So, the top line graphics card for PC for uh, GeForce is going to be RTX uh, 3090 on there. That is going to cost you a hot $1,499, not out of my price range on there, but uh, we talked about like you know teraflops with the new systems and whatnot but uh you know these are gonna all three of these cards are going to go well beyond the ca- your graphical capabilities of both the series x and also on the playstation 5 on there so and so they also announced the rtx 3080 which is going to be priced at 6.99 and then the rtx 3070 which is going to be priced at 4.99 on there and so i've seen a lot of uh kind of hate a little bit or like sad pc owners because of the fact that the uh, 2080 ti which was previously like the god tier card on there that uh, these cards go above and beyond on there for like half the price as far as the uh, graphical fidelity on there so yeah You know, you had to buy a a RTX 2080 Ti on there uh, for $1,200 and basically the $499 card is going above and beyond the specs on the top of the line cards that are out right now. So mind you, you do have to build a new or newer PC, just have to make sure your motherboard and your uh, CPU are up to snuff to be able to upgrade to one of these bad boys on there. So um, my thing is I'll probably wind up if I do get one of these cards, either uh, with the Nvidia, uh, of course, or an AMD card on there if once they announce their newer a line of cards that uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see far as how much everything will cost you know the there is power but you know power has its price (laughs) on there so so i'd like to kick this over to kev because i know you saw this and of course uh, i know you're starting to look at some uh, possible builds and just want to get your thoughts on the uh, specs of this thing and your overall impressions so
0: yeah, well, I'm I'm not a tech guy. Like, I can't tell you the difference between a CUDA core and a, and a and a teraflop. So, I don't know. All I know is that these are some fast ass cards. Yeah, and they're very powerful cards. And the, I guess as far as upgrading, it all depends on what you want to do. Because I had to look this stuff up. I uh, shout out to. Uh, Jay's two cents and, and oh, I was about to get into the other there's this other guy he's kind of like this like I think he, he might be roughly around the same age as Jay but he wears these glasses I, I can't remember that I've learned a lot from uh, about PCs from both of those channels and you really don't you you may or you may not have to upgrade your components on your PC. It all depends on what you want to do. Like, if you're running a PCIe 3 motherboard, these cards will work just fine. The PCIe 4, the upgrade from 3 to 4, doesn't come into play as it's been explained to me until you start looking at uh, PCIe or rather SSDs that can take advantage of that additional bandwidth, uh, moving data between, you know, from your, you know, that's where you're you're going to be seeing the benefit from PC. And of course, I'm sure there's some more stuff, but the the thing that they, I remember both channels stressing was talking about, you know, whether I'm oh, not going to have to upgrade to my, uh, you know, upgrade everything and just start fresh. It's like no, not necessarily. If your your PCI three board is going to get the those cards, gonna work just fine. Um, You may be missing maybe a couple of features, but it's not anything that you're gonna notice unless you're doing like straight up, you know, bench. All you're doing with your PC is just benchmarking the hell out of it, and you're not playing any games. Um, But yeah, these uh and, and another thing I've been seeing, it's like, you know, people, you know, Twitter, Twitter is an interesting barometer of the extremes of any given community. Because whenever something interesting or new comes out in a given field, the idiots come out in, in, in droves, you know, and there's only like a handful of them. Most people are level headed, but you know, they kind of the idiots set the tone for this stuff. I mean, I'm seeing people say that the Series X is comparable to a 3080 and a 3090. Its its power is <laughs> it's, its graphic power is somewhere between a 3080 and a 3090, and because it because it can do ray tracing, and it, it's like y'all. Put, down the, bong, box. Come put on. down the bong, put down the crack, put down whatever the hell it is you are smoking or drinking. You are not going to get that kind of performance out of your Series X. You're not going to get that kind of performance out of your PlayStation. Don't you dare hop up there, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to get that kind of performance out of your PlayStation 5. These are closed architectures. They can be they can be optimized to the gills within those parameters. But if you think these consoles are going to come anywhere near the lowest card that has so far been announced by Nvidia, you're smoking crack. You know, what was that old Michael Jordan commercial? Stop it. Guess some help
2: <laughs>
0: You know, um, me personally, I i would have to uh and i will upgrade my pc uh, my pc is a i7 1700 k with a gtx 1070 half card uh, i'm going full tower i'm not going to try i'm not going to mix i'm not going to mix uh Fiddle-faddle with a with a micro ATX or, um, or mini ATX build like I did with this with this one. Um, I'm looking at I I gotta be honest I'm looking at that uh, that 3090. Uh, I because I've always wanted to have like a no it's like I don't care what it is I can just throw everything on ultra and set it and forget it. Don't have to worry about overclocking anything. Don't have to worry about none of that. Um, and I think that's what I'm going to do with. I'm, I think that's what I'm going to do with this build. I've got the SSDs already. Uh, I would probably want to upgrade maybe the speed on the SSD that I'm going to be using for gaming. But for the ones that I use just use just for storage, those are going to be perfectly fine. Uh, I've already got an M.2 SSD in my current rig as well. So a lot of that stuff I'm just going to be bringing over. Uh, The only question would be whether or not I'm going to uh, roll with an AMD CPU with the new uh, uh, 30 series chips, or am I going to go with the Intel? I have an Intel right now and maybe something in their i9 uh, classification i think i kind of want to go with the amd because i I just keep hearing great things about amd performance when it comes to gaming that they're kind of out outgunning intel right now but i wouldn't want to get any i'm not going to get anything gpu related until i see what amd has in store because i think a lot of people are I mean everybody watched you know Jensen Huang, you know step out like a boss in his kitchen, and bust out these cards out of from behind his his sugar bowl and bust out <laughs> that thirty ninety you know, out of the, out of his oven, you know ball of shot collar in his in his in his leather jacket like you know, I I just I just. Through the biggest, the biggest gang on the on the on the counter, what you're gonna do about it, AMD. Don't sell AMD short. And again, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know a whole lot, but I do know that AMD is very smart. And what they can't do, what they can't beat their competitors, uh, maybe necessary necessarily in raw output. They can engineer their components in a way that gives them. Better performance for less money, so I'm gonna hold out and see what what AMD has as as in store as far as their GPUs. But yeah, I've already I'm already pricing components and looking at this because, and I'll just say this, um, you know, I'm yeah I'm getting a PS five day one if I can get one, um, but I don't trust. I don't I don't trust Herman Holst and that new leadership to really have the I know they say that they're dedicated to hardware but when you keep when you're putting your your first party games on PC I don't see how you can do both at the same time. And I'm not that doesn't mean that they're going to go day and date like Microsoft but at some point I think they're going to be moving those first party games over to PC uh at a rate that I will feel that my PS5 will no longer have the value that it once had. And when that time comes, I'll have a rig that will be able to run everything. You know, so I won't have to worry about PSN Plus. I won't have to worry about, you know, Xbox, Xbox Live because or Xbox Game Pass, because most of the stuff on there. I I either own it already have played it and don't really care about it uh and i will just be be have have a you know one i'll I'll have the the lord of the rings sort of gaming you know one system rules them all uh, outside of nintendo because nintendo seems to be the only one that actually values their hardware and values the content that they put on it they say we we ain't putting nothing on nothing Uh, you want to play mario you're going to have to come to our system i respect that and it's paying off for them because they're selling units like gangbusters right now. Uh, So, yeah, I I was really impressed with what NVIDIA showed, and uh, I think a lot of people, uh, particularly those, you know, maybe some of those uh, people who are a little bit disappointed in Xbox's offerings this past gen, are probably looking at, either upgrading their PC to one of these cards or building a PC based off one of these GPUs because you know that's where Microsoft's library's value is gonna be. It's not really gonna be in the console. The console has really been, the value on that console has just really been reduced. You're, the PC is getting games that you can't get on the console. What does that tell you, (laughs) you know? Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see how all this stuff plays out. But yeah, I was really into what, what NVIDIA had to showcase. So that's my input on it.
2: All right, Des, I know you're probably anywhere near thinking about a PC, right? You're pretty much no. yeah. yeah. So these, this is way over my head. So mm-hmm. y'all enjoy. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm, I am I want to enjoy PC gaming. I'm still trying to ease into it a little bit. I've, I haven't been gaming as much because I work uh, from the same workstation that my PC's at. And so it's like, you know, after 40 hours of, working at the same area just to sit down and play a game in the same area with a nice 1440p monitor. It just hasn't been uh, speaking to me as much. Uh, I did order a PC gaming chair, so I should be getting that in November. And so I'm thinking that will help both my work ergonomics and possibly give me a more uh, of a reason to fire up and play pc games uh, i'm running like a core i7 7 gen with a geforce uh, 1070 and you know i could probably upgrade if need be on there and it's just depending you know where the chips fall but right now ps5 uh, day one for me and then i'm just going to kind of take a long view on what xbox is going to do on that and enjoy what I have here. I think I have plenty to <laughs> kind of delve into. So, but uh, you know, that's that's GeForce in a nutshell. So we'll see if AMD, like you said, Kevin, makes a comparable announcement and we'll see how everything shakes out in that space on there. I know one thing that was mentioned too, is that the uh, benefits for this next gen of consoles with the SSD, game streaming is going to be a lot more uh, prevalent on PC. You're going to see gains in that space on there, especially with Sony's, uh, you know, impetus to be able to have uh, faster loading speeds with the PlayStation 5. So,
0: yeah, I mean, the uh, Sony had mentioned that that is like kind of like the golden, the golden space with regards to the PS5, but there's going to be, SSDs on PC that are going to be matching that by the end of this year. They'll be on the market by the end of this year. And by 2021, and, and, and certainly already said this in, in, his, in, in his speech, uh, in 2021, there's going to be SSDs that are going to be surpassing that uh, with regards to bandwidth and moving data. So, but again, those, as those SSDs are going to be pretty damn expensive you know you might be looking at five or six hundred dollars for a one of those ssds that can match or outdo what the ps5 is doing initially within the that you know the end of the year into 2021 you know is it worth is it worth it (laughs) at that point i don't know you know and we're just talking about storage here um I, it for me, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't spend $600 on a storage solution for, for a no. gaming rig. No. Um, so and it's... I think, I think, I think that is where the PS5 maintains its value to the consumer because of what the tech is giving you and the fact that it has games that you, at least right now, can only play on that, on that platform. And it's only going to be the leadership at Sony that can screw that up.
2: Well, that's not going to bother me. I don't think that's bothering you either, Des, right?
0: Nope. Gotcha.
2: Uh, it just depends if they go day and date. If they go day and date, then, yeah, I think a lot of people have said something.
0: Well, if they go day and date, I'm out yesterday. And I'm and I'm, <laughs> I'm trading out. I'm trading... I'm selling all my third-party games and I'm buying, I'm rebuying them all on PC with, with the, and I'm, and I, and i and it's like, you know, do I really want to do, am I going to give up all those hours in monster hunter? I did on PS4 to go through it again on, on PC. No, I'm not. I'm just going to, I would just like write off my monster hunter experience for what it was. And wait for monster hunter world 2 and just get that on pc uh at that point but hopefully they won't be that stupid and put their games on day and date when they're trying to push the benefits of dedicated hardware Uh, but in the event that they do because because here's the thing and and this is this is this is how weird i am you know even if I even if I had a 3090 gaming rig, probably even still, because even my you know my 1070 rig outguns my 1x and PS4 Pro in every respect, right? And I still mostly play, buy and play all my third party games on PlayStation. I just I just like playing in, in that in that space, right? So even if I had a a 3090 sitting right next to my PS5, chances are most of the games that I'll be buying will probably still be on PlayStation. I just like having access to all to all the routes. You know, when when the GPS starts starts telling me is telling me, hey, this is how you get from point A to point B. Uh, I want to have access to all the avenues. And that's kind of what I'm looking at that PC and now, yeah. Are there going to be like if I was into Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, Cyberpunk is it is it would be on PC all day, every day if I was into that game. But for a whole bunch of other stuff, for the most part, it, it it's it's probably even still gonna be on PS5 because that's what I like to play. And again, for for me, it's just gonna be up to Sony to maintain what I perceive that value quotient to be and as long as they do that i'll continue to play on that but when they start moving away from that equation then i'll have an option that's going to do everything so gotcha
2: all right and news that dropped today is um nintendo kind of shadow dropped a uh, new zelda announcement i don't know if you guys had a chance to see this but uh Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, AOC. i already seen pictures of um, AOC in, in Zelda gear on the interwebs because uh, that's just how the interwebs work on yeah. here. But uh, um, basically, this game's coming out on November the 20th. It is a Tecmo-Koei-Tecmo joint on here, but it's uh, in the Breath of the Wild World uh, series as far as... Uh, the plot line, it's basically the 100 years prior to the beginning of Breath of the Wild, where it's the uh, uh, Calamity on there, the Age of Calamity with Calamity Ganon, uh, Devastation of Hyrule. And so uh, you're not only playing as Link, but you're also playing with the other legendary heroes that fought against Ganon's forces 100 years before the Breath of the Wild uh, took place uh on there so and from what it's shown it just has that same art style uh as Breath of the Wild kind of like that almost that watercolor uh atmospheric world on there but in the warrior style on here so so everything looked pretty cool as far as what they've shown and um I pretty much went and pre-ordered this bad boy <laughs> it's uh Coming out like I said, November twentieth. They are re-releasing the uh, four amiibo um, that were was previously released for Breath of the Wild on there. It's the four champions Daruk, uh, R- R- Bosa, Milfa, and Revalli on there. So and they, the the amiibo look pretty cool too. So on there, kind of ma- looking at this, it kind of made me think about the finally finishing breath of the wild I've, I've had numerous playthroughs where i've gotten to like maybe 30 40 percent and then kind of fell off on there so any impressions on this you guys as far as is this
1: day one for you or are you interested in it at all i probably will not be getting it um only because the, uh uh games like that i mean dynasty warriors did it best and all the other games that are trying i think it's great but I just haven't really found any other games that have just really kind of stepped up and made any any true uh, distinctions from Dynasty Warriors. So, I, I haven't really enjoyed, you know, um the spin-off games. No, no. Not no, well not those types of spin-off games. So, so I just, you know, if I'm going to play, you know, that style of game, you know, I'm probably going to play it from um from the Dynasty Warriors, you know. Sorry. Maybe this
2: Lou, is Lou. Lubu
1: or give me death. Yeah, you know. <laughs> cow Boo. cow, give me cow cow, know. cow cow. That's what I got. So Lou Lou that's Lou how
2: Lou I am. Lubu is the ultimate badass man. Yeah, but... he is. No? Not to admit he is. But cow cow, no cow cow. Can't feed on cow cow. So no, no.
0: <laughs> I think for me, I've been liking the spin off stuff better than the the Dynasty Warrior stuff in some respects. Um, case in point, Fist of the North Star back on ps3 that musou game uh, i i just fell in love with that game uh it was just i just thought it was really good uh so yeah i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna be down with uh finding out how the calamity started with this one i just hope that my weapons don't break because that's the reason (laughs) why i didn't play uh uh
2: Breath of the Wild?
0: Breath of the Wild, because I just think break your your weapons breaking as often as they did was just retarded. So I'm not going I
2: don't think I they'll have weapon breaking. They that. might, but <laughs> we'll see.
0: So. so as long as they don't do that, then I'm good. But yeah, yeah. that's the reason why I didn't play Breath of the Wild. That's like, yeah, even, we'll even, even the legendary sword breaks, I which know. is like, <laughs> come on, Nintendo. You can do better.
2: It was a gameplay choice. Obviously, the gameplay choice is a very polarizing at that on there. So it is a dumb you know. choice. <laughs> I don't know if anyone out there thought it was uh, something you just dealt with and dealt okay with it. Then just let me know. It was something I I thought it was kind of I didn't of like pain in the ass. Yeah, so. I didn't like it. <laughs> so it's probably the reason why I, I haven't it. finished Breath of the Wild. But, I don't <laughs> need that much.
1: I don't need that much realism in my games. Thank you. Okay.
2: Well, other Nintendo news, um, Mario Brothers' 35th anniversary announcements finally came out on here. So there's quite a number of different uh, announcements on there. So the tentpole announcement has to do with super mario 3d all-stars this is coming on on september 18th Was is literally 10 days from tonight the date of this recording on there so they literally just like announced this thing back on the 3rd of september and just said okay this is everything we're doing so so it's Thing about the Super Mario three D All Stars though, it is a limited release, both physical and digital. So basically it's gonna be available up until the end of March twenty twenty one. And after that it's gone. So you have to make sure to either pick up if you want the physical version of the game, to go ahead and pre order it. Uh there's pre orders happening right now at numerous different retailers. I know uh, GameStop has some uh, Joy-Con like um, covers, so it looks pretty cool as far as the pre-order bonus. There's no pre-order bonus, I know, at Best Buy at the moment, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, there's also a promotion too, so if you do pick up this game along with doing other rinky ninky things on Nintendo's website, you are registered to get a uh, free uh, six. Pin set with Mario from the different uh, titles on there. So I know des you will probably be all up on those pins if need be. So yeah, uh, I think I'm
1: gonna have to pick them up. Yeah, uh,
2: pretty much all you have to do is just buy this game and, and uh, register it on your Nintendo account, and I already did <laughs> all the other requirements on the website on there to be able to do. you just playing like a like a random like a Mario quiz. Uh, on there and doing some random uh, stuff, checking out uh, various Nintendo websites. So it's the uh, barrier to entry to get the free pins, basically. You have to pay for shipping, mind you, but it's a very low barrier for entry to be able to do that. But they announced uh, quite a few other little things on here. So they announced Super Mario 35, which is coming out on October 1st. It is a 35-player version of Super Mario Brothers on there where enemies, uh, each player defeats, gets sent to other players' screens. So it's like Tetris 99, but playing old-school Super Mario Brothers on there. This game is coming out October 1st and will only be available until the end of March on there. But if you have a Nintendo Online subscription, that is available for your use on there. So I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, They also announced an ARG game, which is called Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. It's an augmented reality Mario Kart remote control toy with a camera mounted on the top that players will be able to control using the switch on there. And you're able to set up checkpoint gates around their living space. You could use Mario and Luigi karts to have a real-world Mario Kart race in your living room, complete with Mushroom boosts turtle shells and other items on there. So I think that's a neat idea. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's not for me though. I'm not buying this thing. So
0: It would, my niece would go crazy over that, but I don't have the room to really set up a, a decent track. And I, I know you don't, it doesn't use quote unquote track. Yeah. But I don't have this. I don't have that kind of space. Uh, yeah. And it would only be something that they would be able to play here because I, I do have hardwood floors. But well, I guess it could make it work. But I'd have to go. I'd have to do an awful lot. But uh, it would only be something that they would that my niece and nephew would only be able to do until they came here. Uh, but I like the idea behind it. Oh, I think it looks. I cool. think the idea is actually pretty dope.
1: Yeah, yeah. it is. But. Not for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, sorry.
1: I just, I mean, no. What no. you guys, uh,
2: what you guys' opinion of everything we talked about so far? Are you going to be playing Super Mario 35? Oh yeah, I already got that pre-ordered.
1: It's ready to go. Like I, I don't, no, I think. Oh,
2: that's the that's oh, the um. Sorry. The battle royale one that's on Nintendo Online. So.
1: Oh, probably not. I mean, well, unless it's free.
2: I mean, it's as free. As it's free with yeah, Nintendo.
1: Yeah. Then I probably then I probably check it out. I mean, just to see. I, I mean, I like Tetris 99, you know, for for what it was, but I'll probably end up playing it just to see how it goes and then, you know, delete it off or let let it, leave it let it there. Leave it there until I have to download another game, but yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it seem, it yeah. seems fun, you know. But again, I I don't think that I'm going to you know play it and then the, well, it's, the it's only uh, available for a limited time anyway, oh, so it's there like, you go. So yeah. the 35th anniversary, uh the uh those the the 3 You know 3d games or quote-unquote you know um i will i already ordered those and i'm getting the 3d all-stars yeah yeah i think it's silly that the digital is only for is only for six months just like the um uh the physical i think that's silly but but again they're you know forced forced exclusivity you know as kevin said a while ago um we were talking about this during our game night and, and we were talking about that and i was just like oh so silly but but whatever you know i'm wondering it, it, it. I'll, gives I'll it
2: additional value and i think no, i get way, it but it's just uh not particularly consumer friendly per se you know but Meh. yeah but yeah. you're dealing with remasters you know it has what mario 64 on there um sunshine Super mario sunshine and then Super and galaxy. Mario galaxy and a lot yeah. of people are kind of bent out of shape because galaxy 2 is nowhere to be seen but i almost would suspect it might be a hidden game within the
1: collection but we'll have to see if that <laughs> comes out or not yeah, but that, i think it's great uh, i thought i was really sad that only the main titles got this kind of got this kind of treatment and none of the spin-off games got any love like any none of the ds games or like the the i call it the, the the brothers games when it was like the rpgs with him with mario and luigi running around and doing all that crazy stuff those oh, games yeah. are fantastic, and they really deserve um, to be. For me, I think they deserve to be on a next-gen console. On a on, if they were able to do sort of like what they did with uh, Dragon Dragon Warrior One, Two, and Three, if they were just to kind of package those three, package the the three games, like I think it's Inside Story, Sticker Stars, and something else. Was, a, was three. I know there was three or maybe even four games that I had for DS, and they were fantastic. And I would love. Oh yeah, sticker for them... star, the Paper Mario game. actually. No, not sticker star. star it was Luigi. it was Bowser's Inside Story, Mario and Luigi, something another through time or something, and there was another one. But, but... paper jam, you're probably thinking that. No, paper jam was another was another uh, Mario paper. That I thought. It yeah, that was a Mario Luigi uh, and then Paper Mario crossover. so yeah, but in either way, I would love for those to be on a cart for for um, switch. i would I would play the crap out of those games because they were they were fantastic. But as far as um, you know, anything else, I think it's great. I'm glad that they're celebrating. Um, I'm glad that this is something that's coming out relatively quickly. We can just kind of celebrate and get done with it. So yeah, they got other yeah.
2: stuff too. Um on November thirteenth, they are launching the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch on here so this one has a nice lcd screen on there and it includes both the original mario brothers and mario brothers 2 lost levels as well as game and watch ball and uh, obviously all the functionality of a game and watch on there so you have like uh, the ability to be able to set an alarm on there and uh, have different mario themes on there so th- this one everyone's chomping at the bit the pre-order but it hasn't come up for pre-order yet because they haven't gotten uh, uh the approval yet to uh sell it as of there they have to clear it through i, I forget what the licensing uh thing like with uh, i think with the fcc on there they have to get fcc clearance on this bad boy before they can put it up for pre-order so so and expect it to sell out quickly on there i think it's 50 bucks on there so uh, are you guys interested in that i'm, I'm kind of keeping an eye on it i think i might pick it up so
0: yeah, i'll probably miss i'll probably skip the game and watch i never i was never into the game and watches back in the day
1: agreed i will definitely marvel at yours thank you thank you Yeah, it's just
2: something to me it's more kish to me to be able to you know play that thing it kind of reminds me of my game boy micro too so yeah well, i think that's and great then, you know in February, they last but not least, they will be porting over the Wii U Super Mario 3D World on there to the Switch, and so that will be a full price $59.99 game. Another uh, Switch remaster, a Wii U ma- uh, remaster on the Switch. It's also going to include a um, side game called Bowser's Fury on there. So which is gonna be new content on there. It's almost like I watched that little intro for Bowser's Fury and it's like, you know, uh, sad, sad Mario, emo Mario, having to deal with all this like dark and gloomy Bowser world on there. So we'll have to see what that content's all about on there. But it's great that they're bringing this game out for the Switch audience because it's kinda stuck on Wii U and you know, who's gonna play on Wii U unless you actually have a Wii U, so on there i think they should bring all the rest of the pertinent wii u games out i'm looking at you xenoblade uh xenoblade x on there so xenoblade chronicles x needs to make its way over from the wii u onto the switch so but uh we'll celebrate mario there's a bunch of other stuff coming out including some puma uh sneakers some black milk clothing and some super mario lego sets along with some monopoly sets and the whole nine yards so if you want your fix of mario guess what go get your fix of mario 35th celebrate his birthday so Indeed. all right and uh next thing i kind of wanted to just briefly mention that uh, there is going to be a ubisoft forward this upcoming week but uh, there was another game leaked from the microsoft store surprise surprise so uh the game previously known as gods and monsters which basically we only seen one screenshot at a prior e3 um is getting a name change it's being changed to the title immortals Phoenix rising on there it's coming out on december the third according to microsoft on there so this is like the kind of side game that the same team that was doing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, based on Greek mythology, uh, was working on, if need be, and it has a lot of uh, uh, platformy stylings, if need be, and/or kind of a Nintendo-esque look to it. Kind of reminds me of uh, like a kid, like a Kid Icarus spinoff, in a way, because you, the main protagonist, you know, actually has. Uh, wings like Icarus, if need be, on there. So, so I'm pretty interested in it. You have to fight, you know, iconic mythical beasts like Cyclops and Medusa uh, in the air and on the ground on there. And, yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to have to see a little bit more information on the game, but it's, it's slated to come out, like I said, on December 3rd, and it'll be out for PS5, Series X, PlayStation 4, Series S, <laughs> Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia on there so even stadia gets some love so on there interested in this you guys or first time you heard of it and you can take a look when it comes out
1: yeah first time i've heard of it so i'm gonna have to uh take a look at it
0: yeah What's i'm gonna have mean? to look at some gameplay
2: yeah it looks pretty interesting so i'll have to see you know i'm just kind of grooving on the kind of kid icarus type you know i was listening to a podcast saying that they needed to port like the Kid Icarus 3DS game like yesterday to a modern console. So so this might scratch that itch per se. And then last but not least, I have one final news story. It's just a rumor right now, but uh, it was leaked out of a retail site in Hong Kong, a listing for the Ninja Gaiden trilogy has appeared for ps4 and switch now but the post was taken down but the description of the product says that it will include all three of ryu hayabusa's most popular entries ninja gaiden sigma ninja gaiden sigma 2 and ninja gaiden 3 razors edge not the booty ass ninja gaiden three vanilla that sent kevin into a literal rage after playing it so on there but this bundle is said to be retailing for 40 bucks and will release in March of 2021 for both the PS4 and also the Switch and I do apologize if I'm saying Gaiden not Gaiden but (laughs) potato potato what's the proper pronunciation Kev is it
0: Gaiden? Gaiden Gaiden
2: okay so no Gaiden Gaiden (laughs) is wiggity wiggity whack sorry about that guys (laughs) Silly. So, any uh, any excitement for this, Kev? I know you're kind of, you know, saying goodbye Xbox One X with this announcement.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, that's because that's really what I have it here for. Um, I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna have to see what the what the performance is like on the PS4 version, of course. But by then, the five is going to be out, so. Maybe it might be optimized for the five. I don't know, so we'll, we'll see. see.
2: You know, who knows? Maybe the Series X will play uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 with ray tracing and HDR support and all this other stuff. And you wind That's up with okay. a Series
0: X to play Ninja Gaiden. No, no, that is, I am not spending five six hundred dollars to play Ninja Gaiden.
2: Because if they play like Mech Warrior, Mech Assault One and Two, you never know, but. That's probably I, the only
0: way that will happen. The only the you know it's like I say I don't buy new consoles to play old games. It's nice if it's if it's an addendum, but that can't be the main course. The yeah. only way that I could see myself buying a Series X is if all of my physical games, the backwards compatibility would just be based off the disc and not software based, and I just oh, yeah. don't see them doing that. I, I want to be able to throw there. in my copy of Punisher for the original Xbox into the Series X and be able to play it. You know, that is really the only way that I I would even think about getting an Xbox console, and I just don't see that happening. So. Mm. Well,
2: we'll have to see, and that is the news for this episode, gentlemen.
0: Well, All right, all right. Well, thank you for sharing that information with our listeners, Trader Joe. So game nights. Game nights take place every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the new game du jour, I guess, is going to be Warframe. Uh, but again, we have just about all the games, all the uh, systems, all the whatever free games that are offered. So whatever platform you want to play, whatever game you want to play, just let us know and we'll be able to accommodate that. But our game nights, again, Thursday evenings, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So how do you let us know what you want to play? Well, you can send us an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. You can also let us know if you've heard anything, you know, respond to anything that you've heard, want to share your perspective on gaming, or even if you would like to be on the show and have us interview you, get your opinions out to our listeners, you're going to want to send an email to GamingVessels at gmail.com. On social media, you can hit us up on Twitter. We have a a Twitter account at GamingVessels. We also have a Discord account, uh, Discord community rather, that we're trying to build up. Uh, A lot of our content that would normally be reserved for Twitter or other social spaces is being pushed to our Discord because we're trying to build that up Uh, slowly. But surely there is no um, uh, approval process that you need to go through in order to join our Discord server. You just click the link that I'm sure is going to be in any Podcast aggregate app that you download uh, our show from. You just click yes. the link, and you will have access to our Discord uh, to our Discord server, and you'll be able to take part in all the shenanigans that's going on
2: there. It's uh, pinned on Twitter,
0: by the way, as well. Oh, it's also pinned on Twitter as well. Yeah. okay Okay. Uh, our social medias. You can find me at Shownuf71 on Twitter. That's S H O N U F the number seventy one. PlayStation Network. I'm Shonuff7, same spelling with the number seven. Xbox Live is Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. Uh, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at?
1: Yeah, you can find me at um, on PSN and Xbox Live at NemoTigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. You can find me on Twitter at ne at the nemo six. That's t h e n e m o s i x. Just a quick uh, reminder. We also uh, are still have a question out there for folks asking you what is your favorite video game soundtrack. Please, you know, respond uh, on Twitter or in our Discord. Uh, one last reminder. We are coming up on our 100th um, our 100th episode, and we are planning uh, something fun for for all of you. So please tune in for our next show as well as our 100 this is our 98th show so uh only only one more left so so please tune in next time and and for our 100th you know spectacular so uh, thank you for you know staying with us for for these 98 episodes and we hope you stay with us until 100 and way into the future so uh joe where can people find you
2: uh, for me on Twitter, you can find me at Joe Fangul, JoeFongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Uh, for both PSN and Steam, I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox and Uplay, I am the same username with 6995 at the end. And then you can send me a friend request on Nintendo. My Nintendo friend code is going to be uh, 4712-5953 one
0: four zero nine well all right well that is going to bring this episode to a close we want to thank you for joining us on season six episode 31 um for oh and bobby do you have any where, where can people get a hold of you at cat box you have social media she Little should kitty litter <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bobby at dot <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Our social media is sniffing uh sniffing butt.
0: Sniffin' butt at sniffing yeah, butt. At sniffing
1: sniffing. Right? <laughs> Bobby at sniffin' butt.com.
0: Yeah. So alright, folks, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, for Des the Bay Area Terror and for Trader Joe aka the food max of gaming will maximize your gaming dollar. I'm showing 71 saying we'll be back next week for a new with a new show. Peace.